Hello and welcome back to the Hust podcast. I think so. I think so. Isn't the last initial of Hust podcast? Mm-hmm. It's weird, so it's, right? So we're saying the highly unnecessary sports podcast podcast. I know. I had the same problem with like, uh, like, because my team name is Hust Podcast Host. And I'm like, uh, I actually wrote, I actually wrote podcast out there. So it's H-U-S-P podcast. Oh, that's not bad then. That's like saying, you know, my pin number. It's like, it's just a pin because the N stands for number, you know? That's true. So welcome to the Husk, much like herpes, gone for a while, but we're back to the vengeance. Am I right, boys? Back to ruin your life. Welcome thirties. Yeah. <laughs> Um, during our last episode, we all got real drunk and, uh, had like eight months of a hangover, but now we're back. Eight months. Danny's <laughs> lying. Danny's lying. The funny part is we've been podcasting every single week and then mm-hmm. he just refuses to post any of them. <laughs> I, uh, I care a lot about our audience, like so much about our audience that like when I hear the, uh, the episodes, I just don't think they're of good quality. Mainly because of Kyle's uh, outlandish opinions mm-hmm. about how good the Suns are. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to this podcast, just imagine how awful all the other ones were for this to be the one that made it through, you know? 100%. Well, football's back and so are we, so we got to be happy about something. Woo! Got to introduce everybody. Got Danny. What's up? Kyle. Howdy, everybody. I think his new name is Hype Man Kyle because during the whole intro, all he's doing is like uh, being the hype man in the background. That's it. Hype we haven't gotten Kyle. we haven't gotten to started uh, haven't started talking about the football yet. So at the moment, I'm just hyping you two up. But when we get to talking about sports, <laughs> yeah, Kyle, our football say. expert, and then of course me, Joel, aka the IPA of podcast hosts, shirtless Joel today. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who don't follow us on Patreon and get to see the full recording of this, go check out our Patreon and you can watch the entire podcast unedited with Joel without a shirt on. Is that true? We don't no, have- no, we don't have a Patreon. <laughs> you th- we can't make money off of you shirtless, Joel. Not with that attitude. <laughs> what if like I was shirtless, but we photoshopped someone that's like someone attractive body over mine the entire time? And yeah, but they still had to stare at your face. Yeah, the mic's kind of covering half of it. There we go. (laughs) I'm shirtless, but you only see like, you don't even see down to my chest. It's just kind of like shoulders up, you know? Mm -hmm. Like what you are wearing right now, which is no shirt, is like pretty much what every Persian wears when you go to a club, right? Exactly. Oh, episode one of season three, and we're ready to get canceled already. I'm like, I think I think technically this is still season two. We never really officially started season two. Mm. I thought this was an anthology. <laughs> this is actually season zero. <laughs> every, every is both part of the previous and a separate thing, you know? Besides, this is better because most of the time when we record, I'm pantsless and you just can't tell. <laughs> At least I'm wearing pants this time. This time it's the half of the body we can see. <laughs> or am I? <laughs> well, so wear shirts, your skins, right? <laughs> no, you can't say that anymore. It's now the Washington football team. Oh, <laughs> uh, with that segue. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, I guess we're already off and rolling. Um, Danny, you seen anything interesting in sports in the last six months? Uh, yeah, I saw NBA play out the, exactly the way I said it was going to play out. You know, Brooklyn beating the Lakers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what happened. There's no one can tell me otherwise. Now, congratulations to the Mo- Milwaukee Bucks a month later. But, you know, to be fair, they did beat the sorry Suns, who shouldn't have even been, like, in the conference finals, let alone the finals. So, yeah. It's hard when you're the only healthy team in the league, man. Yeah, I'm with Danny on that one. The Suns, I got—I mean, I respect the Suns. Good for them. Glad they made it. Glad they had their moment in the sun. I don't think it's happening again, but... Uh, Absolutely not, yeah. Run. 
They had a good run. Kyle was all over them from the beginning. Congrats, Kyle. As we all suspected, you're the only one of us that knows anything about sports. <laughs> I didn't even like them as a team. Like, they, I didn't like how they played basketball. And, like, when push came to shove, they had no idea what to do with the basketball. Mm-hmm. And you can tell in that final. So, I well, throw shade at them right away. I think we can all say the best team won, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Not, not in the league. Not in the league. Because No, of the two teams in the finals, the better team won. And I don't yeah. think that that was ever – I don't think it was ever – I don't know. Maybe some people started to. But, again, I don't mean to diminish what the Suns did, but they beat a hobbled LeBron and no AD. They beat a hobbled Denver Nuggets team, and then they beat a hobbled you know, Clippers team. Clippers, no Kawhi. They basically, they basically did what they should have done in beating all those teams without either their first or second best player injured. You know what my favorite thing, though, is? See, I don't – I'm kind of petty sometimes, but, like, all props to the teams. You know, Suns, they swept the Nuggets. I'm a big Nuggets fan. It hurts, but props to them. They, they showed up. They did it. Chris Paul was awesome, you know. My favorite thing was the Suns and four guy because it was hilarious, to, which it would kind of suck as a Nuggets fan because our fans, you know, got to represent better than getting your, your butt handed to you after picking a fight. But it was hilarious to see this one guy just – totally maul a fan in denver beat him up after he sucker punched him and then go on this national tour <laughs> with all these suns fans having shirts to say suns and four all this stuff and then uh of course as you can imagine people then immediately fighting in the stands for every suns game and the sun phoenix suns organization having to constantly produce stuff that's like uh please don't fight guys please stop fighting that was so what I learned from the Suns and Four guy is that branding Jennings is better than any just fan, even when it comes to predictions. <laughs> Bucks and six. Bucks and six. Sorry, second swig. Bucks. Yeah, I know. Like our host just like stops hosting to drink. <laughs> Welcome to the Hus, host, hosted by Joel, aka an alcoholic. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. That's hey. the real reason why we haven't put out a podcast. He's been, Joel, Joel's he's been, been in an rehab. AA. He's been <laughs> no, in it's... AA for the last six months. Oh, you didn't hear? At the beginning, I said I'm the IPA of podcast hosts because mm-hmm. no one really likes me, but people still like, you know, get them for some reason. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the beer you, you brag about to your friends. Oh, Brett, bro, I found this really cool British IPA. God, it's so hoppy. It makes you want to vomit every time you take a sip. It's amazing. It's like smoking a cigar. <laughs> Gross. Anywho, um, we should probably get in to our NFL talks. Oh, we're just gonna skip over Kyle like he didn't watch sports this summer. <laughs> I did. I did not scream at Scott Foster in two games. No, that wasn't me. It's fine. We can we can move oh past. Oh my god, that. you gonna let, you gonna let me host or not? Kyle will talk plenty. <laughs> yeah, I'll okay. be fine. I'm sorry, Kyle. Kyle, is there anything in the past six months you want to talk about? I mean, other than, I mean, of course, it's, it's, it's international, but I did enjoy kind of watching the Olympics. I did enjoy seeing some of the stuff go down. Um, this is why we don't ask you, Kyle. All right, moving on to football. <laughs> Enjoying watching the Olympics. Nobody watches the Olympics. It's daytime you, TV. You're, you're telling me you genuinely don't enjoy watching, like, swimming, like races? No. I, I genuinely enjoy watching the swimming races. No, No cap. I'm Mexican. Okay. I'm Mexican, so uh, you gotta understand that's not a sport for us. That, that's that's poorly that's represented a, by your that, by, by you. Okay, I got it. That's got a it. means of living. Okay, if you can't swim, like you can't make it. Okay, so it's not really a sport. Yeah, the Olympics are stupid, man. Like, who decides what is and isn't a sport or like a competition in Olympics? And they get paid like nothing. They dedicate their lives for like, unless they for win four years. Unless they win. Even if they win, even if they win, they still got to get to the Olympics and it's four year salary. Like what they win doesn't cover the four years they oh, did training. Okay. I, I didn't know you meant of the training. I thought you meant for winnings. But yeah, if, if you win the medals, actually, you actually win a good amount of money because we looked that up. Yeah, but, it, but think about all the all the money that like before that, before the Olympics, if they don't win, they get nothing. And before the Olympics, what are they making money out of? Are they getting endorsements like? You have to be a premier athlete to get endorsements. Yeah. Uh, if not, no one knows who you are. 
uh, most of the people are just like above 18 years old when you go to Olympics because you've been doing it for like your whole teenage years, your parents have been supporting you and they've been paying out their butt to like rent gyms and everything for you to train just so you can go to Olympics and not win. Nah, bro, all these these skateboarders in the Olympics were like 13. They were were kids. I think it was was insane. I think the Japanese girl was 12 and she bronzed. But that's like a different sport. Like you can skateboard wherever. Right, you can practice skateboarding wherever, but I'm talking about like these other athletes. Like uh, when it comes to uh, gymnastics and whatnot, you can't just do that wherever. You don't just go into any gym and just like practice gymnastics to get good for the Olympics. And it's not like there's a bunch of competitions. If there is, you're gonna you're taking home a little bit of money just to hold you over for like a couple of months. But every time you go, you still travel. You still have to rent a hotel. You still have to rent airfare and all the get airfare and all of that so uh, that, that my complaint is like the athletes are paid nothing the country it happens in the cities that happens in the olympics itself they get like destroyed they build these stadiums just so they can't like use them ever again so uh, i don't like the olympics either it, uh, i'm sorry that was a trigger you know the real reason that kyle is so excited about the olympics that danny wouldn't let him talk about is because they have those abstinence beds, and Kyle's like, finally, athletes I can relate to. <laughs> Great. Nice, nice, I like that. All right, just, that was just, that was just putting far. Kyle's business out there like that. <laughs> yeah, man. You could have denied it. Personal is personal, bro. All right, Dan, you can edit that out. That was too mean. No, no, it's, no, it's going to stay in. That's hilarious. Dude. Kyle also enjoyed the women's beach volleyball. <laughs> You'd think it would be the beach volleyball, but it's actually the indoor. <clears throat> he, was, he was all like, it's actually the men's. Oh, It's actually the men's <laughs> indoor volleyball, and it's all about the Scotland team. As long as he wasn't overly enjoying the skateboarders, I think we're okay. Yeah, we're fine. <laughs> all right, that part we can edit. <laughs> too far, too far. We're just salty because Kyle keeps getting all his predictions right and makes us look dumb when it comes to I sports. don't know what <laughs> predictions he got right, but whatever. Okay, whatever. He was high on the Suns. They made it to the finals. That's basically yeah. um, high on the Suns, low on the Rockets. And both of those came true. So, but that's the only two I can think of. I was high on the Bucks. Okay, well, let's get into football then. Can we get into football, Danny? Have we done what, our what, what did you watch? Yeah, we haven't even shared it with us. You want to I, share with the class? God. I said the Suns and Four guy, the irony, the violence. I oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> don't 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 let him go too much because somehow he'll find a way to spin this to a hatred of Lakers uh conversation. So let's be careful what we let Joel say. Oh man, my favorite thing is the Lakers thinking they'll be good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't have any. This isn't basketball. Future Lakers, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to it. Yeah, eventually. Eventually. We got to talk football, though, because we're an all-sports podcast, not just a basketball podcast. But we don't count the Olympics as sports. Right? We count that as exploitation. Yeah. Oh, that's all I was going to say. I don't know how they decide what is, like, a sport, though, because the ancient Greeks, I'm pretty sure they were naked wrestling. I didn't see none of that at the Olympics. So I'm like – I mean, if they brought that back, they'd make a lot more money. Oh yeah, because then it because then it'd be pay per view, and then they could divvy it out, and you know, how much money would you have to be paid to fight naked another naked man? I don't even mean like in shape, like you have to be strong, whatever. Just going in, are we completely nude? Okay, fighting another nude man that's roughly your like height and stature. Boxing or MMA? No, this is full grappling. Full full grapple. Okay, then it's if it were just boxing, it'd be a lot less. But (laughs) full grapple MMA. I think I'd win that fight. Oil me up. <laughs> his, his muscles are number one. I'm trying to ask. I'm trying to ask like how much money you'd have to be paid to do it. And Danny doesn't even like need money. He's like, you I know don't what? need money. I'll I don't win. I'll win. Like, I get to I... fight naked, man. <laughs> I'll win that fight. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Gosh. <clears throat> no, it's just weird what they have is, you know, what they include. Why are there so many different swimming? Why don't they just one swimming? Why do they have to specify how they swim? They don't specify how people run. There's no backwards running Olympics. You know, like it's just weird. That's all. That should be a backwards running Olympics. Just saying. 
they have speed walking marathon walking like it's that it's is just- weird there are a lot of i will admit though the winter olympics have much more weird events than the summer olympics like when you think of the summer olympics you think of javelin or gymnastics or sprinting but then when it comes to the winter you've got the whole sweeping thing and then you've got the guys really? going on the bobsled yeah the curling and the bobsled it's like whose idea were these events like <laughs> Anyway, I just I just think that the Winter Olympics are like more dangerous and like they're more impressive because mm. it's like anyone can swim or run. Yeah, these people are doing it like at the best of your ability, at like the peak of what you can uh, capably swim and run. But you can't tell me anyone can like go down a bobsled or go down like a a steep like you know skiing slope. And like jump 100 feet in the air you know like that's those kind of things are like more impressive to me because i would i watch that as man i can't do that i do think that what they should include in the olympics is just one like chad from ohio that's in a frat like some 23 year old that has to compete with the professionals so you can see the difference you know because you're watching it's like dang that dude sucks like he only got a 6.4 or whatever but then you see like some yeah meathead running behind him like way behind or drowning so, in the pool or whatever so uh this is like a weird tangent okay but uh it is interesting i've been really into watching like those marble races on youtube have you like uh, you guys seen that yeah where it's like they like set up a stage and they let marbles go down the ramp and they like announce it like it's a real sport right well anyways there's like the olympics for marbles so every marble olympic starts with like um they are showing you what the track looks like and they have the average joe marbles or they like do the whole like course and they show you the time and they're like well these are just the average shows here's the actual athletes and then like when the athletes go their score like is way better than the average joe marbles and i'm like that's so smart like i would love to see a demonstration of what like a 440 would be if a ran or if a regular guy ran it because mm-hmm. it's like okay how much better is this guy than me mm-hmm. you know in the 40 yard dash and it's like oh he's doing it in four seconds an average guy is in 10 seconds oh, that's right. a big margin yeah it, it's like when jared dudley he said a couple months ago like how someone was calling him washed up and he's like don't get it twisted compared to you and me i'm like lebron to you it's like how much better just a lower tier basketball player is than the average basketball player you know Scala, just someone who plays on the brian scalabrini said it the best he said he said i'm closer to lebron and skill like skill the skill gap between me and lebron is shorter than the skill gap between you and me mm-hmm. and he like he went on this whole tour where he would challenge random basketball players to like a game on one-on-one and just absolutely destroy them and this mm-hmm. is brian scalabrini like the guy who's considered one of the worst basketball players in the game, you know, like stat wise, but like he was just showing like the work ethic of a basketball player, like to be in the NBA for that long, is like way bigger than any random guy. And like, uh, he was playing like people who played internationally. He was playing like people who were like, uh, D one scholar, like, you know, D one class. They just didn't make it to the NBA. It's like, listen, this is, this is how much better I am to be in the NBA than this regular guy who was probably like elite in his, like in his gym. Mm-hmm. All right. If anyone's still listening after that, we are now going to talk football. So you're welcome. <laughs> uh, we're doing standings, right guys? Mm-hmm. We're going to try. We're going to try right, and so do some power rankings. Despite having seven months to prepare, the only person who's prepared is Kyle. So how about we do this? Kyle, <laughs> Kyle has uh, his personal power rankings. So we're going to go down his personal power rankings and maybe just comment on if we think a team is too low, think a team is too high. And then later on we'll have, um, eventually we'll have, each of us will have our own personal power rankings. Kind of like how we do with basketball. We'll see who did the best at the end of the year. Sound good guys? Yep. I think, I think this is good because it gives us an opportunity to discuss what we like or dislike about certain teams. And then when we come back, we can revisit uh, where we ended up averaging certain teams the same same way we did with NBA, uh, what teams we had projected in the playoffs, what pre- teams we had projected missing the playoffs, things like that, what teams win certain divisions. But for today, it at least gives us a well-rounded balance of, of uh, what teams look like and where we think they would be or wouldn't be relative to other teams. 
Sounds good. How many teams are in the NFL? So there are 32. 32. We have roughly 40 minutes, so we'll see. We'll see what we can do. All right, Kyle, start us off. Who do you have as number one and why? All right. So you want to go from the top or you want to go from the bottom? Uh, Let's go bottom. Let's go bottom up, yeah? Okay. Okay. Sounds good to me. You know, I'm not posting anything. Who you got at the bottom, Kyle? So the worst team in the NFL this season, in my mind, is going to be the Detroit Lions. I have them. What did I have them going? Let's see. I have them going two and 15 and rounding out the worst of the worst teams in the NFL this season. Matt, uh, Matthew Stafford is gone. There's not a player on the lions that I can even name off the top of my head <laughs> as of right now. So I don't think they are of any consequence. The city of Detroit has been in shambles for the last 30 years. And I don't think that changes this year unfortunate for the lions number 31 <clears throat> second to the worst oh sorry danny, danny what do you think about the lions do you think that they'll be the worst team i do i have Just them also quick. i have them also at last you also have the lions as the worst team yeah i don't have the lions as the worst team just i think that the texans organization is such a disaster i'm not sure how you can have the texans better although maybe the other team I would really pencil in as potentially being worse is the Jets. Because mm-hmm. I just feel like the Jets lack so much talent. And they have a quarterback that they drafted. But it tends to be really hard, I feel like, for rookie quarterbacks to win, especially if their team is bad. Um, so that's I would probably have the Jets as worse than the Lions personally. But, I mean, I see where you're at. Mm. Okay. All right, keep it going. Number 31, not too far off from what Joel had in mind, is the Houston Texans. Again, the organization is in shambles. We know that the starting quarterback, the boy Deshaun, wants out. Most of the people in that organization who have seen the way that he's been dealt with, as well as other situations been dealt with in that organization, just don't feel comfortable there. Many of players came out after everything happened after last off or this offseason, saying they didn't want to be with the Texans organization any longer. We also know all the allegations and things that have gone on with Deshaun Watson. Even if he plays his mind out, the team is not structured to win in this NBA or NBA NFL landscape. I have the Texans at number 31. I don't agree, but that's fine. Who do you have at number 31, Danny? Or why do you think the Texans would be better? How he's saying it's because it's, it's normal off season drama. Yes. Grand, uh, Granted, it's like higher offseason drama than like the regular offseason drama, but this is a Texans team who is like nowhere near the bottom of the league last year. So what did what changes were actually made to for you to consider that now this this team just sucks? Like the, the, to be the second worst team in the in the NFL. They were they're they four, four and two. They're four and twelve. Yeah, they were four and twelve last year. They were the third worst team. Okay. So um, in record, I mean, <laughs> in record, I mean, but, I don't, I don't have them as like a top tier team. I just, I didn't have them as the second worst team either. I didn't think they were the second worst team like last year. I didn't think they were like a horrible team last year. I honestly think that like what was really like an issue with them last year was they just didn't have like, uh, it wasn't football wise. It was like internally wise. Sean Watson didn't really want to be there. And ownership really like wasn't working with Deshaun Watson. I don't know if that's changed, but I know that they've been like together for a year now. And at some point you have to like get it together, especially like Deshaun Watson wants to clean up his name after what's going on. Like the more fame he has, let's be honest, the uh, better time he's going to have like going against this case, you know? So if you're like the top tier quarterback who's like an amazing football player, your odds are you're probably going to do better against your legal troubles as if then if you're like the third string quarterback. So I don't think like that's going to make them the worst team or second worst team in the NFL. In Joel's opinion, the worst team in the NFL. Maybe I don't think the Texans can play him. I think it's Tyrod Taylor who's going to be playing starting. I don't think the Texans can play him because of the legal issues, but. That's okay. We'll keep it moving on. Yeah, yeah. If they can't play them, then that changes. Mm-hmm. Like why? Why I see them? Yeah. Again, all waiting and seeing. It's all just 
perspective. That's kind of the same reason why last re- last season I had the Rockets so low was because I assumed James Harden was leaving. Same reason here. I don't assume J- uh, Deshaun Watson's going to play much, and if he does, it's not going to be his best football anyway. Number 30, I have the Carolina Panthers at number 30. To be completely honest with you, the main reason I had them so low was because I just don't they're in a they're in a rather decent division and just I don't I don't you think about them you don't think oh they have a great defense you don't think oh they have a great offense they have one guy they have one guy on the team Christian McCaffrey that I feel is of any significance and he is a very good running back but I just don't think that they have a winning culture right now on top of the fact that they don't have big names I just don't see them doing well Real quick, I just want to say this is the first. So looking at the – because the Vegas has the over-unders for every team. And it started off pretty um, in line with your thinking. The Houston Texans have the lowest plus-minus for or um, win total in Vegas at four. The Lions at four and a half. The Jets at six. The Panthers are up at seven and a half with the Bears and Falcons. So it seems like you're a little lower on them than Vegas is. Mm-hmm. But I think it's interesting. That, um, who's their quarterback now? I can't even think of it. Give me. Is it Sam it Darnold? Sam Darnold, yeah. And and I think, I think, yeah, no, actually, yeah, that's another reason too. Sam Darnold. I mean, yes, he did play under Adam Gase and yes, he did play for the Jets, but he's just kind of a turnover nightmare. So. Yeah, I can see that. I think the Panthers, like, if you want to be optimistic, they have a bunch of young draft picks on the defense. And if some of them start really hitting in like year two, then maybe you can see the, the defense take a step forward. But honestly, like looking through the league, this may come up a few more times. I think every team sucks except for like four. So it's any any argument you could say for why a team is going to be bad, I can totally see. And with them, it's like, yeah, I totally can see it. What do you think, Danny? Uh. So I have card the Panthers a little higher. So actually, I have them way higher than you. But um, and it's it's not for any reason. I just think other teams are worse than them. Mm. All right, Kyle. Who who we got coming up next? Coming up at number twenty nine, I have the New York Jets. I feel like I I don't know what it is, but I just like. Um, Lord, now I'm going to sound like an idiot because I can't. Zach Wilson. (laughs) I like Zach Wilson. I think playing in a town like New York, you have to have a certain swagger about you. And I don't know, Danny maybe can 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 vouch for this being a New York Giants fan that it's a whole different environment of what they expect for their teams because they're willing. A lot of New York fans are willing to be like, oh, yeah, our teams suck when they suck and are willing to root for their teams when when they're good. And I feel like playing in that atmosphere, not just expecting your team to do good, but also trashing on them when they're awful, takes a lot, especially from a young player. I don't know why, but I see Zach Wilson living up to the challenge. I have them a little bit higher than I've seen a few other rankings. A few other rankings had them 30, 31, and 32. I have them at 29. I think they'll be better than what people expect, but still not good. That's fair. Zach Wilson also, for what it's worth, has had a pretty good preseason. Mm-hmm. The second game especially he really looked good so you know if he if he really hits then the quarterback can make the whole team better steal a few wins Deshaun Watson proved that for sure and or- I saw I actually saw a, a thing I thought it was pretty interesting and it showed all the rookie quarterbacks what they would have to do that got drafted this year what they would have to do to become the greatest uh, quarterback in the eyes of their franchise and all Zach Wilson had to do, according to that stat, was have more touchdowns than interceptions at the end of his Jets career. Like that, that's really it. Cause the still, even what, 40 years later, Joe Namath owns the Jets passing record. So I mean, he just has to not he just has to not be bad. He just has to be good. And I think I think he can be. I like like I said, I like the swagger he comes with. I think that he can handle the New York environment. We'll see. It's a low bar for sure, but yeah. We'll see. We'll see how he does. Who we got? Who we got next? Keep it rolling. All right. Up next, we got at number 28, the Atlanta Falcons. I feel like they have just lost too much, both from a, a football talent perspective. Of course, you lose Julio. 
uh, talk all off season was whether or not Matt Ryan was even going to stay, whether or not he was going to get traded, whether or not what was going to happen with him. I just don't feel who do they have now. Todd Gurley, right. At running back. I, I just, you have all these guys, you, you go so high on taking Kyle Pitts third overall, whatever it was, however high they took him. I just think ever since that Super Bowl, the Falcons organization has never gone back on and up. I don't, I don't think since, since the third quarter of Super Bowl 51, they've ever just started recoming. They've been on a downward slope ever since then. And I just don't see them having a good season this year either. Yeah. I mean, the Falcons are weird because I feel like they still have a decent amount of talent. The one thing I'll say about the Falcons is their division is looking more suspect than normal outside of the Bucks, especially like mostly with the Saints losing Drew Brees. And then if you think the Panthers are going to be really bad, then it's possible they could get some more wins there. Maybe. Um, and like, obviously their offense has the ability to really put up points. So I feel like there's a formula there, but also like, yeah, they sucked last year with that same formula. So why would this year be any different, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and just the way that the NFL is scheduled, the way that your division plays an entire other division and you have to go across the board playing every single team. That's why I think I had the Panthers and the Falcons both so low on this list, just simply based off who their division has to play and why I have a team like the Jets a little bit higher because I feel like the AFC East isn't playing very strong opponents as opposed to the NFC South which is playing a little bit stronger of opponents, I feel. And that's why I feel like they'll be a lot worse, just win total. I think I had them at 4 and 13. All right, sounds good. Danny, any comments? Can we keep it going? Danny doesn't care about the Falcons. Look at him. He muted himself so he wouldn't have to talk about this. No, I was saying we can keep it going. I had him higher than Kyle, but uh, it's, not, it's not like that much higher. Hmm. All right, who we got next? Up next at number 27, I know Joel will love this one. We got the Raiders all the way down at number 27. I wanted to even rank them lower. Like, I wanted to go lower. I just, I don't know. When the best player on your entire team is your tight end, that says a lot about you. When the only person I can name on your organization is your coach, I mean, and Derek Carr, (laughs) then, then it's like, I don't know. I don't see the Raiders doing good. Of course, you got the diehard Raiders fans that every year say the Raiders will be better than the year before. Derek Carr isn't an awful quarterback, but he's in no stratosphere a great one. And again, the best player on your team, either Josh Jacobs or uh, shoot, what's the tight end's name now? Darren Waller. Darren Raiders Waller, suck. thank you. Raiders always have sucked. Raiders always will suck. No shock to me. They suck. Danny? Uh, I have the Raiders a little higher than you, but I still have them low. So, yeah. I'm curious to see who Danny and I are switching around because everything I've said, he said has been a bit higher. So I'm curious to see who he's dragged down. I just dragged down like the Jets, the Jags, the Lions, you know, Texans are still like lower during like 29 for me. Um, But like, you still haven't gotten to two teams that I think are going to be trashed this year um, in your list. So. One of them right now. Who you got next? Who do I have next at number 26? I have the Cincinnati Bengals. I think that they will be better than most power rankings are giving them credit for. I think that Joe Burrow comes back. I think he has a, 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 he was on pace for a really good year before the knee injury. And I feel like he's got pretty solid run game around him. His, his offensive line is not great, but I can scheme as a coach. I can scheme around uh, an offensive line more than I can around having a bad quarterback. I have a decent quarterback. I have a decent run game. I have a couple of decent weapons. I feel like that team's offense is going to be good enough to not be the worst team in the league. Maybe. I mean, they have like high pedigree skill position, but Joe Burrow's leg exploded because the offensive line sucked. The mm-hmm. offensive line still sucks. So like what, I don't know and, how. Like, and he's coming back from injury, an injury that I know takes a long time to heal like a year just isn't enough and i don't even think it's been a year since he since uh his injury it, it, so. it's been about nine months uh surgery how long ago did he have surgery i want to say it's slightly over eight months that he, since he's had surgery that's so just guess, that's just not enough and i know from experience because i had a very similar injury mm-hmm. like 
when you tear not only the ACL, but also you tear the PCL, the PCL like is the thing that stops you from going left and right. And so that's the outer part. To tear both of those, that's a big, that's a big deal. Um, but in the getting, sorry, coming back from just ACL, that's one thing. It does take about nine months. And that was like the fastest recovery we've seen was probably um, Adrian Peterson. And he came back in nine months. But to add an, uh, a PCL tear to it, that, that definitely extends it for a year, if not longer than a year. And it's not even been close to a year. So I just don't, I don't see him coming back being like, you know, uh, being great. And I'm not even saying like his injury compared to mine, because like mine takes, has been, has taken like way more than a year to, to recover. I know he has special treatment and like all the money in the world to get that injury healed. And he's but, in good shape. Yeah, he's in good shape and he works out and whatever. But it doesn't matter. Like in the end of the day, that's still like a huge injury. Um, like to completely tear everything in your knee like that, you can only like isolate so many uh, muscles when you're when you're working out. Sometimes you're you're coming back from just the ACL, and sometimes you're coming back from just the PCL, and sometimes you're doing the maneuvers to come back from both, and that's just a lot. Yeah, I'm just scared that I don't even know if I don't think the Bengals will be good. I don't even care if they're good. I just don't want Joe Burrow's leg to explode again, Mike. It's like they have the some talent on the team, and so you want them to kind of perform. But I just don't want like a Matthew Stafford situation where the team always sucks and they, they just never have offensive line and mm-hmm. he's always getting beat up and injured. Like something like that, I just don't want with the Bengals because mm-hmm. I think their future is really long term. I don't think they're going to be great this year. I think they're trying to build with young players around this quarterback, and it's just like the, I don't. And I don't they think have, he should come back this year at all. They, they absolutely life. have to, especially if they're thinking long-term, because you got a team like the Ravens who seemed poised to be uh, irrelevant for at least five years. You seem to have a team like the Browns. You have a team like the Steelers with a very young and talented defense. So in that division, if you want to be good, you're right. You do have to plan for the long-term. I think the smart decision is not to play him this year, but the word is he's already going to play week one, but we'll see. All right, let's keep it going. Who got time? Number 25, Danny's not going to like this one. I have the New York Giants at number 25. Uh, my main reason for that, again, is you got your best player on the team is Barkley, Sha- Saquon. But he, he's already in his very short career showed us that he's injury prone. And I don't in any way, shape or form ever pray for someone to be injured. But you, you, you go into the season hurt, you come out of the season hurt. And their quarterback, I have absolutely zero faith at all in Daniel Jones. I feel like he just, he will end the season with either the same amount of interceptions and touchdowns or more interceptions and touchdowns. I just, I just don't, I, I don't see it. Danny, you want to talk about your team? Uh, yeah, I have them a lot higher. I have them. Like, <laughs> Shocking. I have them at 16 because I feel that they're a middle of the world team. Um, I have a lot of reasons why I have them a lot higher. I completely agree with Kyle with Daniel Jones. He's not a great quarterback. Um, I don't agree in any sport with the notion of injury-prone players. Uh, Steph Curry is an injury-prone player until he becomes a two-time MVP. But, like, for years, everyone just said, oh, he's young, and he had all these foot injuries and lower leg injuries, and he's an injury-prone player. So what happened when he became a two-time MVP and was just, like, way better than everyone else? Like, sometimes freak injuries are just freak injuries. And I don't see Saquon Barkley having any injuries that are, like, anything that I'm going to be scared about. Like, yeah, that last injury he had being an ACL, that's scary. But at the same time, we've seen a lot of players come back from just an ACL tear mm-hmm. and be, like, perfectly fine. You know, uh, I don't think he has, like, a, a workload that's too much for him. And I think that he kind of just had freak injuries because both those injuries that he had the year, this last year and the year before were just not common stuff. Like, you know, there were just like bad angles that he took or um, just something, something uh, not going right. And so I don't think he's injury prone at all. I think like he's very athletic and he's very, very well conditioned and he never had any, any signs of injury before those two injuries he had. So I can't put that label on him yet. 
uh, I think that they get they gave him help with the wide receiver. You know, Kenny Galladay is a smooth player. Like everyone talks about how smooth he ran routes. He was great in Detroit. Like I don't understand why people don't like him now. You know, I feel like he moved to the Giants and they like talk to talk about him like he was a he's a bad football player. I, I, I haven't. I have yeah, no okay. problem with Kenny Galladay. I actually really like Kenny Galladay, if I'm being honest. Again, it just goes back to the, and I do this with fantasy all the time. I, you may have a, an amazing wide receiver, but who's throwing him the football? I mean, Matthew Stafford and just subjectively is a much better quarterback than Daniel Jones is. So, yeah, so, but, but we also we also only seen two years with Daniel Jones. So, uh, and even last year, he was doing good with the wide receiver core that he had. You know, Darius Slayton, he was doing good with Golden Tate. Like, they were not, like, they were not getting completions because of the, the quarterback. Right. They just, like, they just had interceptions. So that doesn't really affect the player as a wide receiver. That just affects the quarterback, you know, getting the interceptions. So I just don't think that that's going to be the same routine. They're either, like, work on, worked with him to fix that, maybe help them get, make better decisions. And if they did it, well, then we know that he's still going to be one of the players that are that are aggressively passing the ball. The other reason why I have the Giants a lot higher is because I think their division is going to give them a lot of wins. The Eagles are trash. Like, I don't think the Eagles are good at all. I don't think they're better than the Giants. I think Dallas is trash. I think one thing that we're not talking about is that Dak Prescott is going to be injured this year. And we already see him being injured this year. Like, the fact that he... Uh, was skipping practices, the fact, all of this stuff, like it wasn't even his injury that he had last year. It's brand new injuries that he's coming into the table to. Right. Like he's not going to play this year. I can see him trying to play week one or two and then being out for like a month, if not more, because he's injured. Like, and you can see he's injured. And Dallas didn't do anything to address the quarterback uh, position, if not for Dak Prescott. Like Dak Prescott was their guy and that's what they're going with and whatever. But last year we had Ben Benucci throwing snaps for them. Like, what's going to happen this year when he goes out? Because he's going to go out. It's not because it's not because I think he's injury prone. It's literally because I can see him injured at this very moment. Like he's injured. And so the only other team that's better than the Giants in their division is Washington Football Team, and it's only because of defense. It's not like Giants can't beat uh, uh, the the Washington Football Team. So I just think that that division is going to make their record go up because I can see wins against the Eagles. I can see wins against Dallas and I can see at least one win against Washington. Like if you say, if you look at that, let's say they lose one to the, they, they win two against the Eagles, one against the Cowboys and one against Washington. That's already four wins. That's already better than a bunch of the, the lower tier teams. Danny, you have the uh, Giants as ranked higher than the Broncos. Which team do you think is better? On paper or like right now, I think I think the I think the Giants are better than the Broncos. All right, they're playing Week One in New York. If Denver wins, will you podcast shirtless? Yeah, of course. All right, if the Giants win, you can make me do something. Maybe not podcast shirtless. I'm already doing it, but yeah, he, he did that for free. Yeah, uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll have you. I'll have you podcast silver. So, uh, so you want the podcast to be bad, is what you said. <laughs> Worst podcast ever. Worst podcast ever. <laughs> ever. Oh, I'll, I'll have you edit the podcast one week. Oh, this is like super biased because we each have our own teams. But I'm like, nah, Broncos are better than Giants. The Giants might have a better record if they have an easier schedule. But well, that's are- the point. That's the point. If, well, you if the Giants are going to have a better record, then they're going to be better. Right. But I, and I think the whole yeah, the whole point of this is this is power rankings. Like the power rankings is like which team is better. Not because at the end of the season in the power rankings, there are teams who had better records that get worse because they just on they looked worse. They just had yeah. an easier schedule. Wrong. Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing. Nothing makes a team look better than wins. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm saying that the Broncos could beat the Giants week one, therefore being the better team, especially in New York. I mean, I theoretically, the season with the worst record. You don't think it's gonna happen? No. Oh man, I think it's gonna happen. Giants. Giants had a good run defense last year, and their quarterback for the Broncos is Teddy Bridgewater. That was announced like what yesterday. Yeah. So what? What is he gonna do? Throw the football against the Giants? That's the only thing he can do because he's not gonna be able to scramble. Okay. 
So he's going to have to like, and he's, he's not a good quarterback. Like when <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater isn't known for being a good accurate passer. He's known for being a good uh, quarterback who can rush the football and he's not going to be able to. I agree with you that Teddy Bridgewater is not a good quarterback. However, I think the Broncos defense is very, very good. That's true. However, if the Broncos defense does have a weakness, I'm curious to see week one because their secondary is incredible. Like they have amazing cornerbacks and safeties. It's the run defense I'm worried about. So if we go into New York and Saquon goes for 200 plus yards, I won't be so in the dumps about this season, especially if the Giants win off of it. But well, they- what? you shouldn't be in the dumps because Saquon's one of the best running backs in the league. You're not going to face many Saquons in the in the in this year. No, I'm in the dumps because I don't think the Broncos quarterback is good. So, like, if we can't have an airtight defense, we're going to be sub 500. It's going to be a boring season either way. That's why I'd be down in the dumps. If our if if our defense is awesome and our quarterback is okay and we scrape around 500, maybe a little better, maybe fighting for a playoff spot. At least it's exciting. At least you're something to root for. You know, if your team is just isn't good, then we'll like, visit this. Listen. Draft. We spend way too much time on the Broncos and Giants. We have 32 teams to talk about. Let's keep going. Hey, hey, hey. I'm the host. I say when we keep going. All right. Number 24, a team that this this pick is only, only a gut pick. There's no reason that this team is higher on my list than, than because it's a gut pick. The Jacksonville Jaguars, number 24. I bet both of you probably had them lower than number 24. I'd almost Adam 30. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm almost certain both of you would have them a lot lower. It's just a gut feeling. I can't explain it. There's no logic to it. I think they're going to be better than the worst eight teams in the league. <laughs> yeah, I had them 30 because I think their um, like management's problems are better or, I mean, are, are worse than the Texans' management problems. Like, from what I'm hearing – they just like they don't want to play together, you know. In general, Danny like, with sources, it could be. I Danny mean, with it, what? His sources. Yeah, my sources. Yeah. I mean, it very well could. From be what like- I'm hearing, Trevor Lawrence told me personally that he doesn't <laughs> want to play in Jacksonville, and Jacksonville management told me personally that they don't want to play with Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I said, all the all the signs point to you being absolutely right. They should be. They should be a bottom two or three team in the league. It's just a gut feeling. I don't know what it is. Hey, you guys want to know something, though? Well, the only thing I have about the Jacksonville Jaguars is uh, LaVisca Chenault. Get him in your fantasy. That dude is going to have a breakout season, and he's going to be awesome. He's going to be their wide receiver one, and he's going to just be incredible. So Chenault's file great. that away. File he's, that away. He was already good. Yeah, especially now that their running back, their, their star running back rookie is out for the season. So Travis Etienne. And that's LaVisca Chenault because he's a receiver, but he's built like a running back. Yep. So you can give him – runs you can do jet sweeps you can throw it to him and he he's awesome super talented and he's gonna break out so keep that in mind because i will be right here we go let's keep going kyle who's next? number 23 the next few i think we can kind of zoom through up until 20 i think 20 will be a little controversial 23 the eagles again that entire division is not very good i i actually have that that's gonna still be the worst division in sports i believe personally giants are better I mean, I only have them two spots difference. You could literally switch them in my head. I, it's fine. Joel, any argument there? Uh, Giants are better. Let's keep it going. All right. Number 22, the Chicago Bears. No Bears. I, I feel like their defense is still pretty solid. And again, after signing Khalil Mack to like that massive contract that he signed, I feel like their defense is still going to be very good. I don't know. I like Justin Fields a lot. We just have to see. I feel like if he plays well, they could be better than a 22nd. But I don't know. I feel like just my gut feeling tells me the Bears are still going to be towards the bottom half of I have, the league. I have them at 24, mm-hmm. a little little worse, but I agree with you, what you said. Mm-hmm. Number 21, another NFC lease team, the Washington football team. I don't really know if this one needs much. I mean, they kind of squeaked into the playoffs at the end of last season. But again, there was every likelihood they could have been with the third overall pick last season too. The way that their division is, just kind of the way it worked. I think their their defense makes them middle of the road team. Okay. So I have them, I have them a lot higher, and same reason why I have the Giants a lot higher. 
they're the they're the best team of the uh, NFC East. They're they're better than the Giants. They're better than Dallas. They're better than Eagles. Do you have Dallas higher than them? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see Washington being worse not, than Dallas. Not too much higher, but a little bit. Well, honestly, I think they will win both teams against uh, both games against Dallas, both games against the Eagles, and one game against the Giants. That's going to be five wins right there. And their defense is probably going to give them like two or three more wins easily. So if their offense could come through for like one game, they can be like. They can be in the nine win. Uh, a, couple, a couple things with Washington, just real quick, is I am also very high on Washington. I think they're going to be the Titans this year. They're the team that got a different quarterback. And last year, if you look at Washington, they ended up seven and nine, which was the tops in their division. I think they should be tops in their division again. But they ended up with the net, like the net points, you know, they ended up with six more points. So over the course of the season, they scored six more points than they allowed. And that was with, I don't even know who they had to be a quarterback. It doesn't matter. So if you think they have their defense is super good. Didn't they now have they, Alex Smith back for a little bit? Like didn't he didn't then he end up playing? Yeah, a game he, or two? I think he played like a game or two. They had they had a revolving quarterback right. thing, right? But now you have Ryan Fitzpatrick as their quarterback, and you think of like he'll throw the ball deep, he'll make some plays, and the team is built to run and to play defense. Antonio Gibson's a monster. Um, they have Terry McLaurin, who's a monster. They have a defensive line that's awesome. And I think that's a, that is the exact same recipe that the Titans used last year to roll to 11 and 5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to say right now, the Washington football team could be like, I'm going to say they'll go 11 and 5. I think that's pretty, and I could be wrong on that, but that's like 11 and 6. Really good. We had oh, a yeah, game this year. <laughs> yeah. I, I have them at like nine or 10 wins. Um, 10 wins, like being the upside. But even at 10 wins, that's like a really good season for them. Yeah. And, I, and here's my thing. Now, I feel like they're going to get those up to like around nine or 10 wins. And when they do good this year, my hot take is that by the end of this year, they're going to have an official name. Hmm. Because, yeah. because they don't like the NFL is not going to want a team that doesn't actually have a name to be like in the playoffs two years in a row again. Yeah. Uh, 10, 10 wins would definitely uh, give them the NFC East, according to my rankings. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I don't think they will. I think they're a seven-win team, but, you know, we'll see. Number 20, I have this team a lot lower than anyone else I see with it listed. The Indianapolis Colts, all the way down at 20. I feel like last year was a bit of, you got Phillip Rivers, He's playing for, you know, he's playing for the first new team he's ever been on. He's having, he, he has to play ball out. He probably knows it's the last year he's ever going to play to go tend to his seven children. I mean, they had an amazing. It's going to be eight now. They had eight children. Yes. Congratulations, Philip Rivers. Next year, it'll be nine. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, they had an amazing breakout running year with, uh, with uh, Taylor, right? What's his name? The running back. Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. Yes. Jonathan Taylor. He had an amazing year. I don't think he has as good of a year, a slight sophomore slum. We'll see what happens. I just don't see. And then they go and they get Carson Wentz and then he's not even playing, which even if he was, I don't know how much more it would influence my decision because I do not like Carson Wentz. I just don't see them as a good team. I think they have a very good offensive line. I think they have a very solid defense, but just as a team, I don't think they will win many games. I have them way higher, like way higher. And that's what I'm saying. I had them, I had them yeah. way lower than anybody else I had seen. Yeah, I have the Colts in the list of teams, which is very long for me, that are like, uh, I think they suck, but maybe not. And that's like the majority of the teams from like five to twenty, you know. I, I have them in this weird in this weird place where it's like, I think they suck, but they don't suck more than this team. Who's and their that, quarterback? And that kind of kept going up. It's is it Philip Rivers? No, 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 he retired. Philip Rivers oh, okay. retired, and Carson Wentz is out. That's why yeah, I have him Car- so low. Okay. Carson Wentz they is in. No quarterback. Like I think it, is it Sam Ellinger? Is that the one? It's. I right, hold on. I'll yeah, tell you, but Google their quarterback. Like I don't know. It's just their team should be solid. They were a solid team last year, but it's. I don't see how they could be. Yeah. You have a especially if the offense really struggles, no matter how good the defense is, they'll give up halfway through a game. I've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean, but like when I see the team, I just don't think they suck more than other teams. That's like a problem. You know what I mean? Like 
they're they're not amazing. They shouldn't be as high as they are in my in my ranking, but they're not worse than the teams I have before them. Just think about on your rankings. This is another reason I put it certain teams where I put them. Think about on your rankings. If a team would happen to sneak into the playoffs, if I put them higher up where a lot of other people had them, they'd be sneaking into the playoffs. And I do not think this is a playoff team this year. I just don't think the Colts are a playoff team this year. This is a team that I'm really interested to see how they do. But more than anything, like high or low, like I'm really interested to see what they can do as a team because I don't think that like they have so much strengths, so much strengths that I don't think they can fail. That's my problem. That's my problem. It could be. This one, this next one I have at number 19. We skipped them. And it it hurts me because because I know it's going to hurt your boy, Joel. But I want them to be a lot higher. And I just can't because of Teddy Bridgewater. I'm sorry. If I, I know he j- people just don't love him in Denver. I don't know why. I really like Drew Locke. And since they're not starting Drew Locke, number 19 is the Denver Broncos. It, it, okay, we've talked too much about the Broncos already. They are my team. I will say this. Broncos I have in that list of teams that I think, like, will probably suck. Like, maybe not, but probably they're suck. You know, like the Colts and these other teams and whatever. Yeah. What do you have with Joel? Like, just curious. Yeah. They're they're in the same realm. Like I'm super biased, so I might push them a higher over a couple of teams, but they're definitely below Washington for me. So they'll probably end up like around the same spot. My thing is like the Broncos don't care about this year. If they did, then they wouldn't have Bridgewater and Locke as their quarterbacks. If they cared about like if they cared about wanting to be good this year, they played Drew Locke to see if he got any better. And he probably didn't, and they'd probably suck, but at least you'd know. Or they also could have I have them at 22. Well, the fact that they're playing Bridgewater shows like, okay, we want to be as average as we can this season and try to win with our defense, and then next year we'll get a quarterback. And that's just depressing because it's like this year is going to be boring. We're going to score 17 points a game because Teddy Bridgewater is a game manager. We're going to try to grind the game down, and it's going to be super boring, and the team just wants to show enough to entice Aaron Rodgers next offseason. So this whole season is basically like, okay, well, what are we doing here then? What's the goal? What are we like? What are the Broncos trying to achieve? And that's what's frustrating to me is because at least Drew Locke, you, he was really bad last year. But we can convince ourselves there's hope. When you start Teddy Bridgewater, there's no hope that the like I'm still going to root for him, but it's not like oh yeah, Teddy Bridgewater can lead him like super far. He's going to be a better quarterback this year. It's like no, he is what he is, and you can hope that your team gets lucky and other teams get injured or whatever. But it's not sustainable. It's not what you need. You need like a franchise quarterback. And yeah, so but they're saying giving up on Drew Locke, he's not it. We didn't try to get anyone else who could be it. So we're just gonna be as mediocre as we can this year. And who knows, maybe next year we'll have a better guy. But is it, it isn't getting Drew uh Teddy Bridgewater not playing Drew Locke like their whole thing because they want to get a, a franchise quarterback next year? Like that's their thing. Why would you they're trying, waste, to, they're trying to get a franchise quarterback next season, right? I don't think I don't think they're trying to lose. I think they want Aaron Rodgers. No, 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 no. I'm not saying they're trying to lose. Not in the draft. Yeah. No, no, no. They're not trying to lose. They're just trying to get a franchise quarterback next year. Meaning that that whether they sign a quarterback or get a quarterback, somehow they're going to, they're trying to get a quarterback. So why play Drew Locke? You know, how does that help them? That helps Drew Locke, but it doesn't help the Broncos. But with Drew Locke, he's young enough to where us dumb fans could be like, maybe he was really good this year. And he probably won't be, but at least we have the hope. With Teddy Bridgewater, there's no hope that he's going to have a breakout year. Oh, no, no, no. But but what I'm trying to say is that doesn't really help the Broncos playing Drew Locke. But if he has a breakout year and they, like, win a playoff game, and then it helps the Broncos because they're like, oh, we have a franchise quarterback now. But they no, don't. But they don't want Drew Locke as their franchise quarterback. Exactly. They want. They want. They want an Aaron Rodgers. They want a big name player. They're not. They're not trying to make a big name player. That's my point. Like that's their right. end game. Why? Why would you want to play Drew Locke? Even yeah. if he, if he becomes becomes the best quarterback in the NFL, that's not what they're going for. Exactly. They're going because for if, if he plays. If he plays above expectation, you now have fans that are torn. If you don't keep playing him, exactly, because then you can't get an Aaron Rodgers because now you're pigeonholed into this Drew Lock guy. Mm-hmm. And Drew Lock, even if he's great this year, he's not. He's never going to be as good as an Aaron Rodgers. Well, and that's why they're playing Bridgewater. Like exactly. That's the point. Exactly. So that's so that thinks he's safer, and they don't want to get fired. 
Yep. So they don't want to start with Drew Locke because Drew Locke has the variance. So if Drew Locke sucks, throws a bunch of interceptions, we lose games, the coaching staff gets fired. So they don't want to start Drew Locke. And they're, they're playing they, the safe uh, option here. They're playing the safe option. Well, I don't really think so because I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is good. So if you're playing safe, you're playing to lose. And that's, what, that's what's disappointing. And that's what's sad. And it was set up months and months ago by even by not getting, not drafting a quarterback and not doing anything else besides getting this like journeyman. And it's a bummer, honestly. And I'm going to root for the Broncos and I'm going to cheer and I hope they win. And it'd be awesome if they did. But in the back of my mind, there's always this, this year doesn't matter. And that's what sucks. Right. Right. I see it. You know what I mean? Anyway, we can keep going. I, just to get I feel the next few we can kind of speed through. Vikings, 18. I mean, I feel like they have a solid team, good defense, couple of cool young players on offense. Vikings at number 18. One that I feel – go ahead. No, they're boring, whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. I don't Seven. trust the defense, and Kirk Cousins will probably get COVID. So Yeah, probably. Losses up there. Uh, 17, I have the Cowboys only assuming that Dak Prescott does really well, and even then they're still only an above – a below average team in the league. At no, Cowboys 17. are trash. Agreed. Their yeah. defense is atrocious. There's no point in trusting Dak. Ezekiel Elliott's overpaid. Their offensive line isn't what it used to be. They're just – they're not a good team. What, what offseason moves did they even make to make their team better? They didn't do anything. They drafted a really good linebacker to fill out their already good linebacking core. And, again, I don't – Their defense still trash. I mean, sure. <laughs> I mean, abs- abs- absolutely sure. All of their veteran and big presence linemen are coming back 100% healthy, something they haven't had in four years. And Dak Prescott, like you're saying, is still injured. And, again, my whole thing is riding on him not being – being playable and then they're still a less than average team there i feel like the sacks that their linebackers are going to get is going to mean nothing it's going to mean nothing when they are uh giving up everything in the air Mm -hmm. when you're like when every game is going to be like a 31 to 27 game Mm -hmm. because they're they're a high offense and then Dak prescott's not going to play anymore so that's not going to be high offense anymore it's just going to be dumb giving up a bunch of a bunch of like touchdowns in the air and then they're still going to be celebrating because they got like one, one or two sacks. Mm-hmm. It's going to be trash. Yeah. Again, I don't think they're a very good team. I just think that's, that's their highest, that, that, that's their, that's their most, that's, that's well, their highest they could have been ranked. I, I get you. These, I, I, I feel I like get. All these teams are so close and all of them, you can see like, Hey, they might just suck, but also maybe not. So I yeah. keep saying that's like one of those teams, like a huge tier for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it, and I get why you have them where you have them. I have them on nineteen. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand. Like, I don't think they're like I understand where you put them in comparison to power rankings. I just don't understand why all the other NFC East teams are below them because mm-hmm. I don't think they're close to being the best of the NFC teams. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's fine. Number yeah. sixteen, a team that I have riding pretty low on is the Saints. Um, I think losing Drew Brees, I, I do, I will admit seeing Jameis Winston ball out is, is pretty fun. It's pretty cool. And I hope that they're a fun team to watch, but I do not think they will be a good team. They are the middle of the league team. Number 16 is the saints. Dude, they're going to start They're Okay. For another team, they probably are going to suck. They don't have a quarterback. Sean Payton wants to start Taysom Hill. Mm-hmm. They're going to be a super weird team. I don't understand it at well, all. Well, if they start a running back, then they're going to be really, really good because they'll be like the two other teams that start running backs, the Colts and the Ravens, or the, the Cards and the Ravens. So we'll see. Uh, <laughs> um, number oh, Taysom Hill's like 32 years old. And he can't <laughs> throw like they can. Yes, and if, and if, if they were really going to make Jameis quarterback, they would have did it after his awesome game, and they still haven't decided. Exactly. It's, it, it, it's, it's Sean, Sean Payton's fault at this point, to be honest. they're they're trying to overthink it and they're just gonna suck Mm -hmm. number 15 i have the chargers i feel like the chargers are a very well-rounded team they have a really good defense uh all still very young and then they have a a really good offense with a lot of potential upside with um justin so yes i don't know the chargers to me they just they always end up messing it up they get injured they're probably cursed but uh, if I mention this, Justin Herbert is my boy because, like, my wife's cousin went to high school with him and they were, like, friends. So I feel like, by extension, me and Justin Herbert are basically friends. So I'm always <laughs> going to root for him, even though he's in my division. I'm trying to probably suck. But either way, we're going to call that a good chunk of time. That'll be our part one of our 
uh, I guess, preseason power rankings going through the teams, telling you why your team sucks, or uh, Daniel will go into great length about why your team is good if your team is a Giants. So, well, I'm, before we go, I, I'm I'm going to give my list for the same thing Kyle just did. So from 32 to 15, I won't give a reason why. I'm just going to give you my list. Lions, Jets, Jags, Texans, Bengals, Eagles, Panthers, Falcons, Bears, Raiders, Broncos, Steelers, which, I mean, Kyle has them super high, but, you know, Steelers. Wow. Dolphins. Dolphins. Also, Kyle has them super high. Also, wow. Dallas, Chargers, Cardinals, Giants, Washington. Wow. We'll get to it. All right. We'll get to it. All right. Stay tuned for the next episode. Yeah, if uh, if this ever escapes the vault. So if you're listening to this, then we did it. One of one of them escaped. We're still alive. <laughs> yeah, I accidentally edited a, a podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for all your hard work, Danny. Thank you, Kyle. Long live Joe Burrow's knees. <laughs> <laughs>